Hello everyone, this is Nathaniel Goodman, your Biggie Broadcast host, landing here at the Biggie Studio at Pleasanton High School for another episode of our PHS podcast. As we continue with the theme of our podcast, which is what makes PHS great, we will be hearing from the perspective of present and past women basketball captains. Our guest today includes senior Kennedy Guajardo and an alumni from the class of 1980, Laura Poole Goddard. Let's hear what they have to say. First up is Kennedy Guajardo, class of 2022. How long have you been playing basketball? Um, well, I've been in multiple program, like programs since like I was four, so. I, I hope you've been playing this long because you enjoy it. You're not being forced or anything. Blink twice if you're under duress. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun. If you don't mind me asking, uh, what position do you play? Uh, I play the point guard. I'm gonna be honest, every time I do one of these podcasts, I try and learn from whoever I'm interviewing how the thing works because when it comes to sport, I was raised on hockey and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how basketball works or anything like that. So what exactly do you do? Um, so the, the point guard, uh, they handle the ball and they try to open up the court and find uh, opening passes and kind of get the ball moving to start, you know, like start plays and stuff so that we can get a shot off. I got you. Okay. How have you been feeling about the uh, team this year? Um, pretty good. Uh, I think uh, our team this year, our attitude is really paying off uh, when we're playing. Uh, what I like about it is we don't, we don't give up uh, no matter what the score is. So I really appreciate that. And that's what I like about the team. Oh, that's always uh, important Yeah. because, you know, the moment you think you lost, you can't really do much after that. Right. You know, mindset's half the battle. So what do you like the best about being on the basketball team here at PHS? I just like, I like the friendship a lot and the fact that we can all get along to work together to uh, work towards a common goal, which is winning our games and having fun. So I assume you get along with a lot of your teammates, yeah? Yes, okay, we do. good. You know, I mean, you're spending who knows how many hours a week with them. If you if you don't like the person, that can be a little difficult. Right. Yeah. Is there anything different about? Because you said you've been a part of multiple uh, basketball programs. Is there anything different about PHSs that makes it like kind of stand out compared to the um, other ones you've been a part of? Like the biggest thing that stands out is just the coaching. Just because everybody coaches differently, so. Uh, I really appreciate uh, the work that Coach Infra has us do uh, in practice, and and he always uh, makes sure that like we have our head on straight uh, in practice so that we carry that into the game. And so I appreciate how he does that okay. and keeps us like keeps us in line and and focused. Yeah, that's definitely really good because you know coaches have um, a significant part because if um, you're not taught how to do something, you're never going to be able to do it right. So it's good that right. y'all got someone who's teaching y'all pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some memorable moments or games you've experienced as part of the basketball program? Um, I'd say, I think memorable moment uh, in a game was uh, when we played Tilden. Uh, this is before district, but I think that's ought to be my favorite game because it really proved about our team this year, how we don't give up because we went into overtime. So we tied the game and then we had uh, overtime. And uh, everybody, I'm sure everybody thought that we were gonna lose because for the past however many years, we always lost to Tilden and we ended up uh, winning by five. So. Oh, dang. Yeah, that was nice. 
Right, so you broke a years-long streak. That is just straight impressive at that point. Mm -hmm. um, that was a memorable game. Um, are there any mem memorable moments you've had with like the team, like maybe outside of the game, something like that? I'd say this year we had a uh, what do you call them? The like the gift exchange, like during Secret Christmas. Santa. Yeah, we had Secret Santa. Uh, we didn't. I don't remember doing that last year. Uh, maybe, but uh, this year was definitely memorable. We went to eat at. I don't even know, some place in Pleasanton. Uh, but we all like, you know, sat at the table or whatever and nobody knew who had who. So it was fun to to see what the people got us and, and how well like we knew each other. <laughs> I hope nobody knew because, you know, it's not so secret if you know who's getting yeah. what. Yeah. Did you get something good? Yeah. Um, my friend Addison had me for Secret Santa and, you know, honestly, she, she just got me like like little little gifts, like like uh, little toys and stuff. Oh. Like little, I don't know how to explain it, but knickknacks, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I always find those interesting, so that was nice to get. After high school, uh, do you have any major plans? Like, is basketball involved in them? Um, not really. I'm honestly, I'm not too sure what I'm gonna do after high school. Like most of us, I would say, but. <laughs> Uh, I was I was accepted into A&M College Station, oh, and I'm gonna major in business. That is the plan. Uh, and if I do go to A&M, I plan on joining the core. And so oh. in the core, they have like programs, your uh, like different sports the core can play. So I'll mm -hmm. probably get myself involved in basketball with the core. Business, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A&M is good for that kind of stuff. I've heard if it has to do with math, I've heard College Station is the best place to go. Right. Yeah. I'm terrible at math, so I feel like glancing in the general direction of the college is going to give me a headache, personally. <laughs> but, hey, it's impressive. And plus, you know, there's always going to be money around, so business is probably one of your best bets. Mm -hmm. Outside of basketball, are there any other organizations you're a part of at the school? Um, I'm in student council, and I'm in NHS. So, I don't know if Miss Olivari told you, but our uh, the theme of our podcast is what makes PHS great to people around the school. For Kennedy Guajardo, what makes PHS great? Um, I would say, honestly, I've had uh, a lot of friends uh, tell me about their experiences at their schools, and it made me like realize and appreciate just how much the teachers and the staff and administrators, everybody here, how much they actually care about the students. Um, like grades and like uh, the personal life, like if they need help or anything. And so I've come to appreciate that. And that's what I think PHS is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Great. The teachers here, the administrators, you know, they do do a lot for the students compared to other places. Because uh, before here, I lived in Georgia. Mm -hmm. The teachers wanted nothing more to see you gone at the end of the day, honestly. So, like you said, compared to everywhere else, PHS teachers do an insane amount especially because mm -hmm. they help you even like after school outside of school like you said absolutely amazing so right um i'd like to thank you for coming on the show again um hopefully it wasn't too painful for you no not at all and now let's hear from laura pool goddard class of 1980 uh, i'd like to thank you for coming on our show giving us a little bit of your time today you're welcome i appreciate the call what have you been up to since your time here at uh, pleasanton high school uh, let's see, school, work, marriage, kids, work. Uh, what kind of work do you do? Uh, bookkeeping, taxes, accounting. 
Oh, okay. I have been told personally that uh, during your time playing basketball at Pleasanton High School, the Lady Eagles were district champs for several consecutive years. What did that feel like for you playing on the team? That was amazing. It was uh, something to see because, you know, typically your crowd that comes is parents, friends, and some of the student body. Well, the whole town came out after we started winning. That sound. It must be a little nerve-wracking, though, having so many eyes on you at once while you play, though, right? Or was it kind of... Yeah, the gym, the, you know, we were in the smaller gym, not the gym that y'all are in now, and it was packed and standing room only and people standing outside, so <laughs> pretty interesting. Did it ever distract you at all, having that many people in there at once, or was it kind of you focused more on the game and didn't kind of kind of notice if you were on the court you focused on the game if you were sitting on the bench you were like wow so <laughs> so as long as you were playing you were fine basically you didn't have to yeah. worry too much <laughs> yeah. that's right because you had to focus on winning oh yeah honestly i'd be terrified that many people staring in my general direction at once <laughs> yeah. there's a reason i do the podcast and not the news i don't like being the center of attention <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Oh man, it's a, it, it was a little different. So. Oh yeah, it must have been amazing though, especially having that many people there whenever y'all won. The like the cheers alone must have been absolutely insane. Yes, um, and yeah, you, you have to realize girls basketball, five man basketball was new in seventy seven, in seventy well seventy six seventy seven. It was still a six-man girls' basketball. It was different. Oh. Um, and then in 77, 78, it went to uh, five-man, uh, just like the boys played. And so no one really thought, oh, it's girls. And then we just blew them away. So, But we hmm. had a good team. We, we had a good team and a good coach. Speaking of, um, so who was your coach at the time? And um, what did the coach do for you that made you want to kind of go above and beyond it was coach wreck um you have to realize my father was the superintendent and he hired him he knew him personally um, my father was a, a hall of fame basketball player from st mary's and so he knew what it took to to get a good coach in there after seeing that these girls could play uh he always believed in me and so he believed in the team and so Coach Rec was probably one of the first men's coach for girls sports down there in Pleasanton. And uh, it was different. Um, and, you know, you were a little scared of him. And so you just kind of did what he said and he just excelled us. You know, we, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I ran as much as I did in those four years that I was there. Oh, man. So did he work y'all down to the bone? or Definitely. I mean, he knew that uh, to play five-man, it's different than six-man because you only play half-court. Uh, and then the other three play the other half-court. But five-man, you're up and down. So he had to get us in shape and uh, taught us all kinds of uh, skills that um, we had. But we just toned in on him and said, this is what you need to do. This is... And... Um, Showed us all kinds of different plays, and it was, it was pretty neat. Right. So, um, 
Did you play um, both the six and five players? Okay. Yes, I came from, I moved down here from San Antonio and I originally played on a five-man team and then came down here and had to play the six-man team, which was confusing to me because three play on one side of the court and three play on the other half side of the court. And I was used to going up and down, so it was a little weird to stop. And so when it went back to five, it was it was natural for me. But for some of the others, it was like, this is different. But they figured out girls could play just as well as boys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I've never really understood that stereotype, especially in these kinds of sports, like basketball and stuff like that. Because you're of a di different generation. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. And uh, in the years that I played, there wasn't even softball. So, oh man! But it, you know, it's come a long way, and I mean, I know some girls that can outdo the boys. Oh anyway. yeah! So, it's gotten a little more even, not quite, but it'll get there. Oh yeah, especially in the, from what I can tell, basketball is also a lot more skill, not just brute strength like some other sports and stuff like that. Right. So right. it definitely allows for a bit more of the um, evening of the playing field as well. Honestly, basketball is the only. sport other sport I've seen other than hockey, but and I still don't know that much about it. So I can talk about this one a little bit more than the others. Like, I think I've seen one football game in my entire life. So, <laughs> well, I grew up with a, a dad that uh, started his career in education as a teacher and a coach. And so I grew up playing sports from the get go, and I grew up with mostly boys. And so it's like it was just natural for me. So it's like um, for you personally, uh, what was your proudest moment as an athlete here at Pleasanton High School? Uh, just really being on the team and taking it as far as we did. The for being you know just new to the sport, uh, five man basketball. It's like because we did it three years in a row and we won. I want to say we won 48 straight games, 49, and then the last year when we went to regional, um, and di you know district and then regional, um, it was like 51 games, and that was that was quite amazing to be on that team. There were some really good players. I mean, you got to be good to do what y'all did. So it's honestly like I don't think I've ever heard of a team doing as well really at least in the time i've attended i've never really heard about the team going multiple years in a row you know what i mean and we were a young team so that was one thing that allowed us you know um uh let's see i was on varsity my sophomore year i played a little bit of my freshman year on varsity but mostly my sophomore junior and senior and a lot of the girls that were on there were we started out as sophomores, so we just got better each year. And so it just, and there were some younger players that came up that were really, really good. So, so even when our seniors graduated, we had a next round of really, really good players. It's just, we didn't have to basically, because once your seniors graduate, you're starting with a new group. And we were already intertwined, um, you know, from younger to older to, so it just kind of was a, a smooth transition. So that allowed us to do the three years like we did. Oh, yeah. From what I can tell, the better a team gets along, the better they do, honestly. Because right. 
I mean, if you're going to spend an ungodly amount of hours per day with the same people every day for such a long period of time, I feel like if you don't like the person, it's not going to make things easy. <laughs> now, there was, you know, everybody was very competitive. And, you know, to be a starter, it, it, it wasn't always the same vibe because we had enough on the bench that could... You know, during practice, if you beat somebody out, well, then you got to start. The, the coach was, you know, he saw and he drove you to make you better and then make that other person better by competing against them. But there wasn't really much animosity between us. And, you know, it's a small town, smaller than it is now. And, um, you know, you lived and played together and, you know, you went out together and, um, it, you know, and everybody knew everybody, so, okay. and everybody knew your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about that one, and that one sounds a little bit dangerous. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Right. But it was a different time, so right. the things we did, if we did them today, we'd probably be in jail. <laughs> oh, man. Now, now, that one has me interested. Uh, and, and actually, and what we survived is amazing, so... <laughs> And actually, leading into that one, our next question is, um, do you have any funny stories from back when you were uh, attending the high school, either in the basketball program or just as a student in general? I really can't think of anything. I mean, I really enjoyed my, my high school years. Um, it was, when I moved down here, it was culture shock because I moved from uh, San Antonio, almost downtown area, just, you know, different kind of culture. Oh, yeah. I moved down here and it's just whole different world and at first it was culture shock and uh athletics is what probably kept me from staying you know because it's like i want out of here and then uh, my dad pushes us just get into the sports and do your thing and um that allowed me to make friends and you know find a place and so we had a we had a lot of fun <laughs> from <laughs> the the uh Halloween egg fights, um, oh. to the pocket fights out at Cornbridge, to, you know, getting together and at the basketball games and the cheers and things that, you know, we did. And it was just, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It really was. It, I don't think we had the pressures that y'all have now. Huh. Just, just from the term egg fight alone, I can already tell that Pleasanton has gotten much more boring since then because i haven't i've never even heard of one of those disgust here before um, well the whole town kind of shut down moved your really good cars and we would collect eggs for a month and then halloween night we rode around what we called the square rode around and you know you pass one of your buddies and you start chunking eggs at them <laughs> i mean that that had been going on i mean when i moved here and i saw it it was like what the is this you know <laughs> but it was it was something to see so huh. but and at the end of the night everybody met the car wash washed the vehicles and then went home so, <laughs> i feel like i'm missing out a little bit now <laughs> we didn't have as many restrictions as y'all do so oh, yeah, was I mean, middle of the week on the weekends and you know we had dance halls we would go to. Whether you liked the band or not, you just went because everybody went and you just had fun. So. Other than uh, basketball, uh, what organizations were you a part of at the school? 
Well, I played volleyball and basketball. I was in FFA um, because back then it was home economics or future farmers. And it's like, well, I don't want to be in home economics. I'm going to be in the future farmers. So did that. Um, several of the clubs, you know, you joined because it got you out of class uh, for the meetings. And, you know, but um, I was more of an athlete than anything. Um, I don't know if you've ever been informed, but uh, our podcast's theme is what makes Pleasanton High School great. So for you personally, what made Pleasanton High School great back when you attended in the late 70s, early 80s? The big things that were, were, were big in the 70s and 80s was the high school band and uh, the athletics. That was the things that people recognized and saw. The smaller clubs um, were not as predominant, but those were your typical Texas, you know, things that mm-hmm. made the, the town big. Um, back in the day, they wore those heavy-duty wolf band outfits, uh, uniforms with the big hat. <laughs> they marched, and it was it was something to see. And the halftime show was always really something. So I would say those were the two things. And, I mean, they're still big in Texas, uh, especially football. But um, that's what it was noted for. You have to realize when I was in school there, there were three buildings. We called them the wings, three wings, the the gym, a small cafeteria, an auditorium, and the uh, ag department. And that would be another thing because there were... That the ag department uh, did a lot of things. Both football and ag are still both very big here. Honestly. Right. Then again, it's also South Texas. What is to be expected? Yeah. <laughs> I would say those would be the, the big, uh-huh. big three. The band, the athletics, and the ag department. That is all I really have for you. I would I'd like to thank you again for coming on. This has been a wonder, wonderful interview. Sorry, you're getting the words jumbled there. Right. Thank you. Good luck with y'all's adventure here. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day, ma'am. This is Nathaniel Goodman, your Biggie Broadcast host, taking flight from here in the Biggie studio. We're hoping you join us next month for another brutally awesome podcast. And try to stay positive out there. We know it's crazy.